Hi, I'm your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to My Weirdest Experience Podcast. This is the podcast of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience. It's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm here with Tabitha Kane. She's a light worker and she also speaks light language. And this will be the focus of what we're talking about today. Welcome to the show, Tabitha. Hi, Tina. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about your story and how you came to um, speak light language. And I'm sure the listeners might be new to this subject area. So I'm really excited to learn about your background, your process, and what this all means for planet Earth right now. All right, wonderful. Well, I'm happy to share. Um, so, you know, just to, to give you a little background of who I am, um, I am not somebody who was born into, um, you know, the psychic and medium world and, and didn't get messages my whole life. Although looking back, I can see where I had some guidance, but at the time wasn't aware, um, you know, grew up, worked 15 years in corporate management as a senior manager, um, went into entrepreneurship, have owned my own businesses, three kids, um, four grandkids, fifth on the way. Like, so just a normal human being living like a normal 3D existence um, until a few years ago when uh, I think the first thing that happened was I saw a Donna Eden video and I was like, hmm, energy work, what's that? Oh, free masterclass. Well, let's listen. And it kind of has just expanded from there. So, um, you know, I've actually earned my master's degree in metaphysical sciences because I'm just enthralled with all of this information. I've done um, all kinds of different training as as it relates to energy work. So I'm a Reiki master. I've been trained in healing touch, integrated energy therapy, tuning forks, access bars, like the list just goes on. And um, at first I just started doing it with friends and family. It was a lot of self-healing, working on myself and that kind of thing. Um, But it just has kind of grown. So it it became, I'm doing a modality to, I'm doing intuitive healing. And now all of a sudden my hands are moving and things are happening. Um, You know, my hands look like I'm almost doing sign language and somehow intuitively knew that it was called light coding. Just came into me, don't know where that came from. Um, But then this past summer was asked to kind of step out of my shadows and step out of my comfort zone and become a healer to center, which I did. And that's when things kind of really exploded for me. Um, So as I started working with people, I had more coding coming in, had more um, work being done on myself. And um, for anybody who doesn't know energy work, I am not a quote unquote healer. I don't heal people. I don't lay hands and my powers are super natural and I heal people. What I am is a conduit for energy to come from source to the individual to help move energy so that they can heal themselves. So um, 
as I've moved forward in my healing work, that's you know, the premise that I work under, that I'm, I'm really nobody different than anybody else, but that um, I'm taking the time to do the work on myself so that my conduit is clear, so I can bring forth energy for others. So a couple of months ago, so this is really, really new to me. A couple of months ago, um, I had this self-activation, which is, I guess, a little bit unusual. Most people have to be activated into light language, but I activated myself and um, channeled light language for the first time for about three hours, which was really intense, a really super intimidating, um, a lot scary, and didn't exactly know what that meant. Like, am I now going to be <laughs> like some you know, like, like, I just didn't want to be some strange person who was doing weird stuff all the time. Um, and also didn't want to be like, my biggest fear is being a sideshow freak, like, oh, look at that person over there. And um, so it's taken me, a, this is really the first time that I've talked to anybody outside of my inner circle about the light language and about the fact that I, I can do it. Um, so and, can I can I ask a question? Tabitha? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, what was the circumstances you were in before you started speaking light language for three three hours? Were you healing, sending energy healing to yourself? What was going on? No, it was a small group setting. Um, we were just you know visiting, having having discussions. Um, I, to be completely honest with you, uh, I've never been anybody who would use marijuana in any setting. I knew that it opened up portals. I can't even begin to tell you what um, came over me in that moment other than divine intervention. Um, I agreed just to take one hit of marijuana and it literally opened me up and I channeled for three hours. Um, so for whatever reason, that's what they used to um, open that channel, open that connection. Um, and since then I can just bring it in on my own. Um, I don't need anything to, to break through that barrier anymore. Um, the veil has been thinned. <laughs> wow, one yeah. puff. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. And, and I, you know, people would, you know, you'd be in a setting and somebody would say, do you want to try? No, no, that's okay. I know that that sends me. Um, and never had spoken light language, but in the couple of times I'd ever tried it, I knew it was, um, wasn't a recreational event for me personally. Um, so and how so did, I, how did the group that you were in react? Did they sit there and listen to you for three hours? They did. They absolutely wow. did. Um, it, it was, it was funny, three hours of light language and I got one minute of recording. Somebody recorded me for one minute. <laughs> okay you know um so but I did get to at least see a little clip of it and then the next time that I um started speaking I think I got like two five minute clips um then I started recording on a zoom you know zoom recording um like an hour and a half worth at a time um and it's really quite interesting because somehow intuitively working with this I'm learning what I can what can be done with it and kind of how it works and kind of the laws around it. Um, so this can be used in, as a part of my healing modality. Um, I can clear blocks. I can do decoding and reprogramming. I can do activations. 
um, had somebody say um, they needed, a, you know, they wanted their third eye activated so that they could connect better. I did, I've done third eye activations. Um, I can answer questions, so it can be done very communicatively, and um, it, and and it's really funny because you know we think on this third world plane and we want to know somebody's name and where they're from and you know like this generic information and they're very like like you have access to all the information that there is in the world and you want to know a name like <laughs> you know they kind of I get galactic eye rolls every once in a while is what I say <laughs> so, I'm lucky um, I'm lucky because uh my guides they do give me names so because uh, I like to call on certain guides mm -hmm. um guardians that sort of thing by name so and, and i are... do have a couple now that mm -hmm. have identified um and i can feel them energetically um i can feel the shift as different energies come in mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's um it's really been very interesting to to work with and then my son who has been kind of resistant to the whole energy work and um, the whole hippie world as he calls it um and he's only 18 so you know give him some grace but um really became interested in everything when the light language came through and he was asking me all these questions so i was like you need to talk to them not me because like i don't understand all this um so he sat down and he had a conversation with them and at one point he and could, he couldn't understand anything and at one point he's like, what do I need to do to understand what you're saying? And they brought through this activation and he now, when it comes time for the interactive piece, he can actually translate what's going on. Now with the downloads and the activations, he can't, and I don't think you're supposed to be able to on that level. But what we quickly learned is that this has to be something that you ask for, that you request. Like it's, um, it's that, that free will piece and um, they don't give you any information that you're not asking for. So it's, to me, it's become a more advanced level healing technique. If you know that you need solar plexus clearing and you can ask for that, they can deliver it, but they won't give it to you unless you ask. Right, so, um, and I, I know from experience that asking the right questions will get you the answer. You just have to figure out what the question is. Right. And so that's why I found, so I've used this with clients um, in my healing practice who have never even heard of a chakra. They don't know what energy work is. They've just somehow been guided. They've tried everything else in Western medicine, not having any luck. Okay. I'm going to give this a shot. Um, so I've been able to integrate this with them on a, a more basic level for basic clearing and, um, been really surprised at the reception that I've gotten. Um, I, I was kind of afraid that people would kind of be freaked out by this process, but they're really open to it. And I think it's because intuitively they somehow know that what's coming into them is good and to their greatest and highest good. So, mm -hmm. um, but I've also been able to work with some of my friends who are more open and at a different level in the healing spectrum where they're really working on shadow work and they uh, they know they have blocks, they know they have things that need to be cleared. Um, and I'm able, because they can ask the right questions and ask for the right types of healing, I'm able to, to deliver for them um, things that they haven't been able to clear on their own, you know, for months or years or what, you know, however long they've been working on it. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's been a real eye opener. 
um, for me, uh, how, how to bring this in and how to utilize it. So back to the first three hour um, act, like activation or mm -hmm. how that happened to you, did it feel like three hours? Um, <laughs> it was um, never having channeled before. Um, I didn't exactly understand what was happening, what was happening to my body. I was having a really hard time regrounding and bringing myself back in. Um, so it, in many ways, it felt like longer than three hours, I think, because um, in my human skin, in my head, you know, the thinking part of me was really kind of frightened because I was having a hard time reconnecting. I would try to push back in and they would push back out. I had no boundaries set with them um, and, and was scared from that human form piece of me. Like, am I going to, that, am I going to be able to recover from this? Is, is this going to be me the rest of my life? Am I just going to be talking gibberish? <laughs> um, so for me, in a lot of ways, it felt a lot longer because of my um, human struggle with the situation. So um, um, were you, you thinking it was very spontaneous, but were, were, did you ever try to stop? Like, I don't want to do this, or you just allowed it to come out? Um, I never tried to stop it. Um, I tried to, in my very human way, control it. Mm -hmm. um, and not, so I wasn't in a place of allowance, which is really where you need to be when you bring this in. Mm -hmm. um, and now what I can do is kind of, I'm still present. I kind of step back um, and allow the energies to come in and utilize my voice and my hands to communicate. Um, but I'm still there. I know what's going on. Now, if you ask me about it later, I, I can't always bring back what's going on because um, that connection, um, the vibrations sometimes are so strong that I can't kind of bring it back through. I don't, I don't, I don't even have the right words to use for that. Yeah. So how do you explain to someone who doesn't know what light language is? What is it? So when I'm working generically, with um, you know, patients who don't know anything about energy work, the way I describe it to them is, you may hear me speaking words that you don't understand and that's okay. They're just coming through. It's just information coming through to help clear energy. Mm -hmm. and, and that very generic explanation somehow is comforting enough so that they're okay with what I'm doing. But the way that I would describe it to somebody in my inner circle is I'm actually channeling energies from higher self, guides. Um, I have, and recently have discovered that I can channel from the Galactic Council even. Um, and I have a commander who's come through and given us some pretty specific messaging. Mm -hmm. um, and I understand that. So one of the things that has been downloaded to me is that the reason why I'm, I'm been activated to do this and kind of my my purpose at this point in time is not to activate the lambs but to activate the other lines so it's not about awakening the masses at this point for me and and what my guidance is is telling me to do mm -hmm. is about helping other people who need to be there to join in the fight 
um, to bring in the light to help to activate them. And so that's kind of my focus for the time being. And um, I do it with the understanding that tomorrow that download could come in and my, my, um, my need to serve could be different. Mm -hmm. So is this similar to speaking in tongues? Have you ever heard of someone speaking in tongues? Is, is it similar I, I, to that? I would say that? Yeah, I would say that that's, it's probably the same thing would be my guess. Um, uh, I don't know why it specifically comes to me in the form of light language um, and, and not the term in tongues, but I think if somebody used that verbiage, I, I would be okay with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think I like the terminology of light language better because I know it is coming from the light. It is coming, from, you know, it's not coming from a dark place. And I think sometimes there's a connotation speaking in tongues that maybe, you know, it's demonic or it's coming from a place of darkness. And I know, at least with myself, um, that that is absolutely not the case. Um, and that, you know, I'm bringing in good, pure healing light for the higher, greatest good of, of myself, my clients and collective consciousness. So could this be the uh, universal language that we speak or the soul is, language is, that we speak? Soul language. And there's lots of different dialects. Um, so I'm learning now, um, you know, I channeled last night for um, a couple of friends and I had three different dialects come through. Um, I don't know them all yet. I'm still learning that. Um, I know that I'm Lemurian in, in my basis of what I'm speaking or that's what I've been told. Because um, mm -hmm. I have, you know, I have somebody I'm working with to try to help me understand this so that um, I'm making sure that I'm using this to the greatest and highest good. Um, so, you know, even though I'm, I'm working with other people with it, I'm still being trained on the back end as well. Um, and it's, you know, it was one of those divine things where two weeks before this started coming in, I found this Facebook page. I found this woman. I kind of really just resonated with her. I'm like, oh, well, this is really interesting. Two weeks later, here I go. I'm talking, right? Um, but here's the beautiful thing is it doesn't matter the dialect that's coming through because it's a soul-based language at the soul level, you understand it regardless of the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So whether I'm channeling my higher self, which I do a lot, and I know, I know that feeling, um, or I'm ch channeling your higher self or one of your guides, you understand at the soul level what that is and what it means for you. And it's really cool because it, it creates these little shifts. Even though you didn't understand the words, over the next couple of weeks, you will find these little shifts in your life. It's, it's really fascinating to watch. And you totally bypass the mental aspect of it. So you go straight to feeling and just sound, just having that sound come over you. Absolutely. And so, you know, some people that I've worked with are starting to understand what's coming through in their dream time. Some people are having like physical reactions. So if I'm activating a throat chakra, the next day they may have a sore throat. Um, activating third eye, you know, they have a headache for two or three days from that activation. Um, working on solar plexus, digestive issues for the next 24 hours, you know, yeah, those kind <laughs> of things. Um, so in, in many ways, even though you don't understand it, it's very evident 
that something has changed, something has shifted, because even it will even manifest in physical aspects of your life. So can you share some of stories that come to mind on how light language has healed some of your clients or people that you knew? Um, well, I, I have a very limited story base <laughs> because I've literally been doing this for about two months now. Um, but a couple of really cool things that have happened. Um, so I had somebody who had a sore elbow. And um, so I placed my hand on the elbow and brought through the light language for healing. And that elbow is no longer sore. Uh, did I do it? I don't, I don't have any idea if, if, if it was the light language that I brought through or maybe it was just coincidental that the next day the healing started. Um, but it did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... Um, so I, I had a friend who we went for a hike and, and we, I, I knew we needed to find a rock in the middle of the water. So we found this big rock in the middle of the water. We sat down on it. She was just talking to me and asking some questions. Um, and the light language started to come through. And all of a sudden I could see the release of this energy going into the water. I was like, okay, that's why we're at the water. It's the water that needs to pull this um, you know, energy and, and wash it away. Um, so that was kind of interesting. And then, um, you know, she's seeing shifts in things that she's doing now, um, did like two or three hours of work, um, with somebody else who was just really stuck, like couldn't get their career moving, could like, could just couldn't get things going. They were asking a bunch of questions. Again, it was somebody who was a little more advanced. We're asking a bunch of questions and that was probably two or three weeks ago. And their, um, their business is booming now. So again, I can't say that it was the light language that did it. Maybe it was coincidental, but I feel like there is a connection there. The other really cool thing is my granddaughter, who's two and a half, um, sees and speaks to spirit. And she had a portal in her room. I was actually able to put a Merkaba um, grid over the portal and stop the entities from coming into her room so that she could actually sleep at night. So there's just been some really cool and different ways, both physically and um, spiritually and emotionally that I've been able to, um, I feel like I've been able to bring, you know, guidance and relief and um, peace into some people's lives with it. Um, Again, maybe it's coincidental, but that's just what I've seen in this really short time. Well, one, I don't believe in coincidence. (laughs) <laughs> me too all, but I'm trying to give grace to it as well <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'll call it a uh, synchronicity and you know I get this a lot with Reiki and energy healing you know people will come to see me with certain ailments and then they get better and then they tell me they get better and I'm like do you think it was the energy healing well I don't know I don't know you know like mm-hmm. I think it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. especially from a client that tried everything, right? You know, to heal whatever they're trying to heal. So I try to help make that connection for people. Well, and I think too that the the light work, the the, the light language that I'm bringing in for myself and clearing in myself those shadows, um, I can just see in this short amount of time how it's impacted my ability to um, be a light worker and, and be an energy worker and help other people. Um, 
because I, I'm, I'm so much more in tune with what's going on with a person. I can smell energy now. Um, I, I was working with one woman and I was like, what, something's going on with the bladder here. What, what's happening to you? Is it UTI? Like what's going on here? And she's like, oh, I just had a bladder mash put in. I felt that energy. I felt that change of energy. Um, I smelt um, the alcoholism problem with her father. Like it was ju just um, the, the ways that this is helping to clear that conduit so that I can tune in and be more helpful to people. It's just, it's been really, it's just really odd. It, it's for me, it's like this sense of awe, like, oh my gosh, like um, it's humbling and it's um, amazing to me. Like, I know that it, I believe that I was contracted to do this work. So, you know, it probably shouldn't be, but to me, it's just like I, to have the honor to be able to, to do this, like not everybody can do it. And, and um, to know that I've done the work to get me to this place, it's just, you know, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. So whenever you take that other puff of marijuana, <laughs> I want to be, I want to be there. <laughs> I think I may refrain for a bit. <laughs> I want to, I want to see what happens next. <laughs> Just make sure next time you have somebody recording or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's a process over here as you know every day I feel like I get a little bit further away from Kansas <laughs> well it's amazing because it's it's plant medicine you know and the plant has its own wisdom to teach us and you know the hemp plant is an amazing plant it's a medicine medicinal plant yeah and um I, I think like anything else it can be misused or used with the wrong intentions but I think also like anything else with the correct intention um, there's a lot of healing that can come from those things as well mm -hmm. so, um, like not usually my method but you know we do as we're guided so <laughs> well good thing you tried you know yeah there may have been something else that could have triggered it as well so and, and I'm I'm really kind of looking forward because I feel like I'm just in my infancy in this what I guess I would call a modality of healing um and I know that there's so much more to come and I know that you know the more work I do and the more clearing I do the more open I'm going to become and the more I'm going to be able to bring through um so it, it, I just feel like I'm stepping into this new world with these new opportunities and uh, you know I'm probably going to be the only thing that stands in my own way <laughs> in terms of, of um, you know the heights I can reach and, and being mm -hmm. able to help other folks so so what's next for you that's a great question um so I first of all um it's coming out and and talking um, and acknowledging because um just having this gift is um, not enough to change the world. And I know that um, you know, all of us healers and light workers um, have a job to do. Um, and so stepping outside of my own fear, stepping outside of um, you know, my own 
egoic restrictions <laughs> and uh, letting people know, you know, what they have to say and uh, what, what we have for a mission to do. So that's, that's really my first step. Um, and I, I've been told that I am an activator and I know that I can do certain activations, but um, I have not tried actually um, activating somebody else into speaking light language, but I'm being told that that is one of the gifts that I contain. So um, I assume that at some point I will become a activator and help bring more people into the light language. Um, I do think that it's something that we will see over the next few years become more mainstream. Um, you know, as we step into this fifth dimensional energy, um, I think there's going to be a lot of things that um, become more mainstream that uh, before were maybe in the, the hidden in the, the sidelines a little bit. So. Mm -hmm. So do you think that you could share some light language with the listeners today? And I don't want to put you on the spot so you can say no. Um, I'm happy to do that. Um, again, we're talking free will. Um, and so we need to talk on a collective level. Um, so one thing we've been working on a lot lately is the release of fear in the collective conscious. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think let's try to bring in a message that will be for the collective conscious in the clearing of fear. Okay. Does that, does that mm -hmm. feel good? Yeah, that sounds good. Ha Hey, <laughs> 
ان هستی که اشون پرسه کردن حیکش شدن لذتیه دو توسه کردن یشو پرسه کردن یشو تیتا ان هشی تیتا کیتا او پرسه کردن اتیه شدن لذتی کردن ایکش شدن لذتی Just takes me a second to get back. <laughs> Take your time. I always feel like they want to just get the last word in. <laughs> like one more thing, one more thing. Uh, um, so this felt very much like an extension of some work that we were doing last night. And that um, you know, fear really comes from the solar plexus. And um, that it is a choice to release it. And it is also a choice to keep it. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of um, free will, that you get to make that choice. And so if it resonates with anybody to utilize that um, soul connection to release some of that fear on the collective level or on the personal level, um, then we're honored to share that. And if you're listening and you felt that helped you you can always go back to the episode and listen to it again or if you go into fear and you feel fearful or anxious listen to that and be open to how that sound flows over you in your body and you know like any other um, personal work that we do i i kind of see it as layers of an onion so um that may help release one layer of that onion, but then that reveals the next thing that we need to work on. And um, I believe that that's a continuous process for all of us. Um, and that as we become brave and step into our own power and start to release those things, it brings forth new things to be released so that we have more room to do the work that we're here to do. Yeah, and when you were talking in the light language, I felt it a lot in the head area. So I was thinking or feeling maybe it was more of a mental fear that I was releasing. And that's where it was focusing on. Well, and that's one of the really neat things too, is that um, multiple people can hear the same message and pull something different. And so I think that in a lot of ways, especially when I'm channeling collective for the collective, it triggers in you that which needs to be released. So for you, that may have been a mental construct or story that you've created. Mm -hmm. um, but for somebody else, that could be where fear has stopped them from stepping into their personal power. For somebody else, that could have been a throat activation because they're not speaking in their personal power and that's where their fear lies. So um, I and I find it really interesting to get that feedback 
because um, that's what I'm finding is that one message can do or be so many different things for so many different people when it's delivered on that collective level, which I just think is absolutely beautiful. That mm -hmm. you get they, what you need out of it, depending on what you need. On that level, that they can they can bring in information on that level that can be what it needs to be for whomever is getting the message. Mm -hmm. And I I just feel like whoever needs that message will get it. And so. I really believe that sound is we're just beginning to use sound for healing. Absolutely. We have barely started with it. And this is going to be the next bridge to the fifth dimension for us, for energy healers. We're going to start using more sound and utilizing sound. Well, and the really cool thing with light language is for me, my gift with light language is the ability to speak and to activate. Um, I can do it verbally and I can do it with my hands. Um, but for a lot of people, light language is um, in writing, like it's, it's symbols, it's drawings, it's, it's activated in that way. Mm -hmm. There are other people who are activated through music, like they can bring their light language through music. Um, it, it can be delivered in a lot of different modalities. So um, what is what is my way, what is your way could look very, very different, but could be delivering the same results, which I, I think is really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So I could activate you into light language, but you, you could just strictly write it. Or you could, you could communicate yours through dance, through song. Like there's so many different ways that it can be re-communicated back into the world. So is there anything else we should know about light language that we haven't covered already? You know, there probably is, but I probably don't know it yet myself because I'm learning and growing in it every day. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's just a beautiful and fascinating um, way to bring change to the world. Well, thank you for having the courage to come out and start talking about your ability, this new ability that's fairly new for you. Um, I think it's important for us to share our stories, share our experiences. It's good for you. It's good for me. It's good for anybody who's listening. So mm -hmm. I thank you for coming out on the show and telling us about it. Well, and thanks for having me. And, you know, my hope is that this helps one person either step into their own power or release something that's holding them back or um, does one thing to, you know, if we can move one, one person, um, I think, you know, we, sometimes we, we miss the boat and we're looking for all this large scale change and knowing that it just takes one person, one shift at a time. And that's all we need to worry about. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share. So if someone, a listener is interested in working with you, how do they get in contact with you, Tabitha? Um, they could find me on Facebook. It's Tabitha Kane. It's Kane is C-A-I-N. Or you could email me at Tabitha Z Kane, 
at gmail.com and that's z like zebra um and i would be happy to help anybody along their journey if they feel so guided well thank you for coming on the show thank you for speaking the light language i'm hoping that a lot of listeners this is a first exposure for them and it's a learning experience for all of us including me (laughs) (laughs) i'm always learning always learning something new and that's why i am an energy healer and shamanic healer because it's never dull it's always interesting there's always something new around the corner Absolutely. (laughs) So you never have everything figured out because something will come along and go, oh my goodness, I have not encountered that before. (laughs) As as soon as you think you've got it all figured out, watch out because that's when it's going to happen. The next thing's coming. (laughs) Get ready. So just don't think you have it all figured out. Just do your best and be really open to what comes along. That's right. Well, thank you, Tabitha, for being on the show. Um, if you ever have something come up again and you'd like to be on again, I would love to have you on again. Awesome. Well, thanks, Tina. Thanks for letting me share my story. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Check out our website on tinakinneyclark.com. Also, we're on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.